Back same place, same time, next week. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is six more people come down with a mystery illness after returning from Wuhan on the mainland. Civic Party leader Alvin Yang accuses the government of creating a climate of fear and mistrust. And Hong Kong is rattled by a minor earthquake. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says six more people who might have been infected with a mysterious respiratory disease in Wuhan are being treated in hospitals here. They showed symptoms of pneumonia and are in a stable condition. The cases are in addition to eight other people who earlier fell sick during or after visiting the city across the border. This comes as Hong Kong is on serious alert against the spread of the SARS-like disease, stepping up health surveillance at the airport and high-speed trains arriving from Wuhan. Professor Chan called on travelers not to visit wet markets across the border, which are considered the source of the mysterious virus, and not to consume game animals. Civic Party leader and lawmaker Alvin Young says the anti-government protests aren't just aimed at officials. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, he said the pro-democracy movement is about resisting totalitarianism, and he pointed to what he called a climate of fear and mistrust pervading society. We are at odds with an opponent that is more than a cabinet of officials. It is a leviathan of totalitarianism we are trying to resist. We learn from many people working not only in the government, but in the private sector as well, that it's no longer safe to openly criticize the government. The price for doing so might be losing their jobs. The Secretary for Education, for example, confirmed last Sunday 13 teachers in local schools have been reprimanded for what he called hate speech and expressing inciting views. What these teachers did was criticizing the police and the government for their treatment of protesters. The observatory has received more than 1,200 earthquake reports from the public saying they felt the earth move for several seconds. The forecaster said a magnitude 3.4 quake was recorded at southeast of the mainland shortly before 7 a.m. Its counterpart across the border recorded a 3.5 quake in Zhuhai and said the epicenter was 26 kilometers away from Hong Kong. No injuries were reported. The think tank Our Hong Kong Foundation says the city needs mega-scientific research institutions and the University Grants Committee has to reform its funding mechanisms to unleash its full potential in innovation. Last month, the think tank released a report calling for better cross-institutional and interdisciplinary collaboration on science and technology research. Discussing the report on a radio program today, the think tank's deputy executive director, Stephen Wong, said such collaborations have been hindered by the different funding mechanisms that promote competition between institutions instead of cooperation. And speaking afterwards, Mr. Wong explained why cross-university research is important to Hong Kong. We have limited resources in research as well as we have limited researchers and and therefore in order to actually be globally competitive, in order to make things that is very advanced globally, we have to work together, right? And if you actually look around other economies of similar size, for example Singapore, they actually do probably a better job in terms of having a very advanced and senior coordinating office that is right under the uh, Prime Minister, to actually coordinate different research funding bodies to have a national or, you know, for their own place, they have the agenda for the overall research strategies so that we're actually when they allocate resources, they are more, di- uh, more aligned and more directed towards a strategic goal. 
The death toll from the ongoing Australian bushfire crisis has risen to 24 after a man died trying to save a friend's home. In Cooma, New South Wales, the fire crisis turned into a flood disaster when a large tower carrying 4.5 million litres of water swept away cars and filled homes with mud. Ben Shepard from the State Rural Fire Service said there was no immediate prospect of vitally needed rain. At this stage, the Bureau isn't forecasting any meaningful rain, possibly even until uh, maybe even late February. So we've got a hell of a lot of work to do uh, across all these five grounds uh, before they're really safe. And until such time we actually get that rain, we've got the risk of these fires flaring, jumping past containment lines and threatening further homes. The death toll from a building collapse in southern Cambodia has risen to 29 as a frantic search for the dead and injured entered a third day. Hundreds of soldiers and rescuers worked through the night using excavators, drills and power saws to clear concrete after an under-construction seven-story hotel in seaside Kep province crumbled to the ground on Friday. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. At least 28 people have been killed and many wounded in an air raid against a military school in the Libyan capital, Tripoli. Details from the BBC's Anna Pissarro. Some reports say as many as 40 people have died at the military school that has now been reduced to rubble. Ambulances and rescue services are working at the scene, collecting bodies and rescuing the dozens wounded. The attack happened as night fell and cadets were gathered on a parade ground before going to their dormitories. It has been attributed to forces loyal to the militia commander Khalifa Haftar, as has a second reported attack moments later at the Mitiga Air Base, which is Tripoli's only functioning runway. President Trump has warned Iran that the U.S. has 52 potential Iranian targets lined up should Tehran attack any of its citizens or U.S. assets in response to the U.S. killing of its general, of the Iranian general Qasem Soleimani, in Iraq on Friday. He warned that the United States would act quickly and with force. This report from the BBC's Jane O'Brien in Washington, D.C. Amid rising concerns of open conflict between Iran and the U.S. and calls for restraint, President Trump has issued a warning via Twitter. Iran has been talking very boldly about targeting certain U.S. assets as revenge for ridding the world of their terrorist leader, he said. If Iran strikes any Americans or American assets, we have targeted 52 Iranian sites. The president said the sites represented the 52 Americans taken hostage in Tehran in 1979. Those targets and Iran itself will be hit very fast and very hard, he said. The USA wants no more threats. Meanwhile, the White House has formally notified Congress of the drone strike that killed General Soleimani, a measure that's required within 48 hours of introducing U.S. forces into armed conflict. The Austrian government says its foreign ministry is grappling with a serious cyber attack, possibly from another country. An official statement said that because of the severity and large scale of the attack, what it called a state actor couldn't be ruled out. It added the problem was quickly detected, but a spokesman said the attack was still ongoing. Law enforcement agencies in the U.S. state of Mississippi have launched a major manhunt for two prisoners who escaped from Parchman Prison, a maximum security facility, after they were found to be missing early yesterday. Their disappearance follows a, a week of violence in several jails across the state that's seen five inmates killed. More from the BBC's Howard Howells. Both the missing prisoners are serving lengthy sentences for violent offences. The manhunt, which is using dogs to track the men, as well as the prison's emergency response team, was launched after a roll call revealed the two inmates had disappeared. 
The jail, which houses about 5,000 prisoners, has seen an outbreak of serious violence this week. Three inmates have been killed and several injured in suspected gang-related incidents. Prisons across Mississippi are on lockdown as guards struggle to bring the situation under control in many of the state's other jails. And that was the BBC's Richard Howells. South Africans have endured a night of power cuts after the country's troubled state electricity company, ESCOM, said it was cutting 2,000 megawatts of power from the national grid output. It said technical problems at one of its main power stations were responsible and the blackouts would last for about eight hours. One of the world's largest freshwater fish, the Chinese paddlefish, has been declared extinct. A survey of the Yangtze River, where it was once common, didn't find a single specimen. The BBC's Richard Hamilton reports. At the beginning of this month, China imposed a 10-year moratorium on commercial fishing on the Yangtze to try to protect its unique aquatic ecosystem. But for the paddlefish, it's come too late. Chinese media showed one of the leaders of the survey team, Professor Wei Qi Wei, explaining that although he stayed on to carry out his research while others were leaving for Chinese New Year, he could find no trace of the paddlefish. The last confirmed sighting was back in 2003. The Sports. Quarterback Tom Brady's career with the New England Patriots could be over after they were beaten by the Tennessee Titans in a 20-13 points AFC wildcard victory. In the earlier game, the Houston Texas... The Houston Texans edged the Buffalo Bills by 22 points to 19 in overtime. To end the news, our top stories once again. Six more people come down with a mystery illness after returning from Wuhan on the mainland. Civic Party leader Alvin Young accuses the government of creating a climate of fear and mistrust. And Hong Kong is rattled by a minor earthquake. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. It is exploding, violence flaring, bullets loading. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating, but you tell me. Understand what I'm trying to say Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today If the button is pushed There's no running away There'll be no one to save With the world in a grave Take a look around you, boy It's bound to scare you, boy And you tell
so mad Feels like coagulating I'm sitting here Just contemplating A cat with the truth It knows no regulation Handful of senators Don't pass legislation And marches alone Can't bring integration When human respect is Disintegrating This whole crazy world Is just too frustrating And you tell me Sunday afternoon session for 2020. A very happy new year to you all. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through until four. Got the usual mix of quirky stories, be opening up the birthday file, checking out this day in history, and of course, playing your requests. Do it, do it. 